0: Hello and welcome to Episode 7 of the Something Borrowed Podcast. I'm Betsy. And I'm Amanda. And we're your hosts. Today we're chatting with Hannah of Hannah Elizabeth Events. Welcome to the pod, Hannah. Hi. We're so excited to have you. Um, So for our listeners, Hannah is a um, wedding and event planner here in Central and Eastern PA, but available nationwide. Yeah. yeah.
1: I go everywhere. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Um, so we're just excited to have you. You are our first planner that we get oh. to interview on the pod. So excited to kind of hear about your experience in wedding and event planning and just some of the advice that you might have for couples who are in the midst of planning their wedding. Um, so let's dive in.
2: So first of all, um, I want to say that you did get a shout out on an earlier episode. Our friend Natalie of The Finding Co. mentioned that she loved working with you and that you just really helped events run smoothly. Um, So super excited to actually meet you in person now. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And so first things first, do you know your Enneagram type?
0: I do. I do. Are you
2: willing to share? <laughs> sure. Uh, so I am a two wing three. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I do have like a lot of other ones that are kind of like close. I feel like I, okay. So I redid this and I was like, okay, so I need to remake sure I know what I am. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's what I am. And I do, I will say, I feel like Sometimes with the Enneagram, it kind of puts people in boxes though. And this is something that I like to sometimes stray away from just because I think sometimes get people get stuck in, oh, well, this is what my Enneagram is. So this is what I just have to be. And so... I like to say I got a lot of qualities about me. Mm -hmm. Some of them fit in that. Some of them don't. Um, But that is what I am.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I feel that because I'm a nine wing eight. And like a lot of that is kind of in like direct contrast with each other. Makes sense to me, but it doesn't make sense to other people if they're like, you're not a nine. I'm like, I am, but I also can fight you. Right. I
1: I will break it down. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so
0: as a fellow too, (laughs) I, um, I would just be curious to hear like if you are leaning into those parts of your personality and like embracing and like in that health, you know, realm of, not necessarily needing others affection to feel worthy, but just being able to play into the strengths of the two type. How do you feel like that really influences you as a business owner and as a planner? Yeah, I think that, I think it, it does. And it, it
1: doesn't. I mean, I think that the two, like the characteristics really help my business, but then also like the threes do too. Like, I feel like there's just like a nice balance. I think being able, like, I'm organized. I'm very, like, I'm a go-getter. Like, my business stuff is very much, that's who I am. Like, that's how who I've always been. Like, I I basically started planning events when I was like two. Like, literally, <laughs> I've always been that type of person. I've always been organized. I've always been um, just like that type of person. But I think the, like people's opinions of me yeah. and that, that kind of thing, that might be where it's like more of a downfall. <laughs> like gotcha. sometimes I feel like in other ways, I'm like, when it comes to Enneagram, I would like fall into different categories yeah. because I don't know, you just like, it, business is hard. Being a yeah. small business owner is hard, especially in I feel like this world yes. and social media gets really hard. Yeah. And so sometimes it's kind of like, you know, you, you worry about other people's opinions and, and people have a lot of things to say. So mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm not always in the categories of like two or three or whatever, but yeah, yeah I don't know.
0: Well, I think it's hard too, because your like, success of your business really does often hinge on other people's opinions right. of your yeah, work. So you either have to really grow that thick skin and yep. be able to take criticism or, you know constructively or whatever um or you feel everything very deeply
1: right like i
0: know as a photographer if i have a client who isn't thrilled or has something like that they're not happy with about their shoot which fortunately happens rarely but in the instance that it does happen it's like difficult to hear because you want to please like you want them to be happy with the product that you're providing and the service that you're providing and so yeah, yeah, I can feel that for Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> I, I think like I, in my mind, I'm just like always, like I'm just an over like server. Like yeah. I'm just like always mm. like, oh, okay, just do this, do this, do mm-hmm. this. <laughs> and sometimes to a downfall, like sure. sometimes I'm like, it leads to burnout and it leads yeah. to stuff where you're like, oh, if I keep this up, it will be bad for me. Yeah. So you have to find that balance 100%, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like a two though, a two and three, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my goodness, the perfect person to be a planner, because Mm -hmm. really you want someone who isn't just like out there to build their brand and, and you know, whatever you want someone who's there to like really make your day special for Mm -hmm. you and serve you in that way. And so I feel like the two would really lean into that, but the three would help you to keep it organized. And you do, you have to run a business at the end of the day, you have to be able to, you know, build a brand and make money and like, um, so that's, that's awesome. I love that. Um, and so the next question, and I'm really excited about this because I am an avid, uh, internet stalker. (laughs) So when I knew we were going to talk to you, I was like, all right, I'm all over this website. I'm all over the social media. (laughs) I'm learning information. And I think, so we want to talk about kind of how you got into this business. And I think from what I saw, that you're like a second generation event industry person and you've always kind of been around the wedding business
1: i have yeah so my mom was is an interior designer by trade but she was a floor or she is a florist actually so she she does weddings she's a florist she was trained along with gardens so she's like all into that um And has been doing it for forever. And um, I actually have a cousin who's a photographer. So it's just like in our bones, I think. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, so she's been entertaining since I was little. My grandma always entertained. Like that was just... I grew up around that. There was not a party or an event that happened that we were not doing everything that went into it. Like mm-hmm. the food, the invitations, the decorations, the flowers, like every single part of it we were doing. And I think that's what really grew my love of entertaining and just like party planning and yeah. event planning was doing everything myself. And then you get into this, you know, farther into like what I do now is not necessarily that I'm doing every little bit myself. Right. I'm sure. finding vendors and stuff like that, but it you kind of foster that love of it and knowing how to do it. And I've also worked in tons of different industry. Like I worked for a catering company. I obviously, my mom is a florist, so I know that part I've Mm -hmm. worked in a bridal shop. I've worked. So like, I've seen a lot of different parts Mm -hmm. of it and I know parts of that, parts of the industry that make it a whole. So with my job, you kind of have to, like you have to know what goes into it. Obviously not entirely because I'm not a photographer, I'm not a caterer, but you have to know a good bit about each Mm -hmm. little factor of the whole of a wedding day to be able to adequately make the wedding day come together because Mm -hmm. you have to know that back-end stuff to be able to help educate your client. So I think that just that little history has really been helpful for me. Um, But yeah, that's kind of how I started with my mom and just being able to tag along with her. And I used to... Um, used to do like 15 course meals for her parties and like, (laughs) like it was just, yeah, it was very much fun. But yeah, that's kind of where it started. All that little kid love of party planning. (laughs) I
0: love that. (laughs) So in terms of your like business now, Mm -hmm. what, give us the two minute like elevator pitch. What do you do? What do you specialize in? Yeah. What services do you offer? So now
1: I am event planning. So I do... I have three different packages. I have a day of, a full planning, and then a bells and whistles is what I call it. But it's like the all-encompassing, basically, like you just tag along and I take you through A to Z and help you with everything. And that's my biggest package. But I do all different kinds of weddings and events. I do the smaller ones like bridal showers or bachelorette parties. And um, I do the big, huge weddings. But I also do elopements and destination things and adventure sessions, uh, which are like small I plan like the going, the getting the permits, where you're going to be, how you get there. And then I partner with a photographer who comes along and does the photo session. So that's been really fun too. And that kind of grew in COVID when we couldn't go anywhere and no one could really like do anything. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of a way to get outside and be able to Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like we can't go and do something, but nature is there. So like, Mm -hmm. let's go enjoy that. So that was kind of that. But yeah, I that's what I do. And I, I take care of tons of different clients all over the world and it's really fun. So
0: that's, that's me.
2: Very cool. So, okay. So we like to kind of have these interviews in two sessions because we want it to be informative for couples who are looking for vendors, but we also, we also want it to be informative for other vendors who maybe want to learn how they could better partner with a planner or a photographer, depending on who we're talking to. And also if they, you know, are sitting somewhere in Nebraska and they want to start their own planning business. Um, so the first part is kind of talking for the couples. So what is your advice about the best way to f- for a couple to find their right fit for their wedding planner? What should they be looking at? What should they be asking when they reach out? And I'm going to kind of tack on like a second question here, mm-hmm. which is what about people who they want to they they don't want to relinquish control of their wedding what's the benefit to having a planner best fit would be just making sure that you're
1: that you're reaching out and you have like a consultation a call I always recommend calling them talking with whoever you want to honestly any vendor is I recommend having a call And just going over kind of what your vision is for the day, what you what your end goal is with your wedding, your kind of the feeling that you want to bring to the day, and kind of going over that. And if someone has and can understand that and has those same like ideas and can kind of meet you where you're you're coming from, that is, I think, a good match for a vendor, someone who you know, has the same ideas as you, has the same uh, opinions as you, maybe has the same dreams and visions for your day as you. Like if you're calling someone and you're like, Hey, this is the idea and my, my dream for my wedding. And they're like, Oh yeah, I would do it this, this, and this way. That might not be a good fit for your end goal for your wedding. Mm -hmm. If you're calling someone and you're like, yeah, so this is my colors. This is my vibe. This is my vision. I love this, this, and this. And they're like, oh my gosh, yes, I I love your vision, and you know, I think that this would be perfect. Can you imagine this, this, and this? And you also click with that. That's going to be someone that you want to work with. You mm-hmm. have to spend tons of hours at your wedding and before with these vendors, especially a planner. So you want someone that you can connect with, that you can really work easily with, who you can communicate with. And so getting that feeling at the beginning, honestly, like a friend is what I say. Like if you can connect with someone like you would just, Hey, I'm talking with a friend on the phone. That's what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And then second question, I would say, so I actually hear this quite often. And I would say that the point of a planner is not someone who is just like, well, bye. Like I'm taking over and right. you're you're not. the point of a planner is someone to come alongside you and help take away the stress. And really honestly at the beginning so that you know 20 weeks down the road you're not like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm hating this. This isn't fun." Like that's not the point of a wedding and that's really mm-hmm. not the point of the planning process. It's supposed to be a fun thing. Like obviously, yes, there's stress that goes along with it that you really like there's just going to be stress. That's a natural part of it. But The point of a planner is to alleviate that and help you enjoy the process, help you with things that like most couples, this is their first wedding. A lot of them, maybe they're getting married for a second time, but it's now and not, you know, years ago or something like that. So they don't know the, what's, you know, the norm now or what's happening now. And so for them, it's not something that's like, they don't know about it. They don't know all the things that are happening or they don't know all of the things to do. So they have these stressors that I can easily be like, oh, it's this, this, and this. And it's like for them, that would have taken them two hours to figure out or 10 hours to figure out. Like the hours of planning is so much longer when I can cut that in half. So it's just that kind of thing too. It's not me taking over and saying like, you have no say. Like all my clients make all the decisions. I just aid them in making those decisions and help bring them the information for them to make these you know, knowledgeable decisions and help it be less stressful. So that's really what it is. It's not taking away their power to do so.
2: Yeah. We just spoke with a bride who was saying that like, she was like, once I was actually like engaged and got married, I realized why people like some people like have to take time off of work or like, you know, just basically focus like all their energy on wedding planning when they're in that season, because Mm -hmm. she's like, it's so much more work than I Thought it would have been, and so and that's not a reality for most people. Like most people can't take off of work to plan, and so there's so much more like emailing, contacting vendors, working out timelines, things like that that go beyond just like, well, I want to pick what the flowers look like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think that's good for people to hear, and it's stuff that probably takes you 15 minutes, where it takes a
0: couple, an hour and a half, or something like that. And it's, it's also just like. You know, I,
1: I can do the busy work. Like sure. they don't have to do that. And I have a lot of clients who are, you know, nurses and teachers and doctors and dentists. Like they their job takes so much of yeah. their time and they don't have time to sit at home and spend 10 hours trying right. to find the right vendor. Like right. I can easily be like, here's a list. These are great. Let me contact these people yeah. for you and tell you who's available on your date. And you just go, yes, no, yes, no. Like it's just so much. I just take, I can take out that busy work. So right. they're just not sitting there for hours being like, Will you answer my email, you know, <laughs> like right. it just helps yeah. with that.
2: I feel like a light bulb just went off when you said that too, because of how these, this coming like next 18 months is supposed to be like the mm-hmm. craziest ever in the wedding industry. Just... I have a a relative who I'm kind of helping a little bit with her wedding planning lately and just finding the number of people you have to reach out to, to find someone who has your date open these days is like crazy. So to have someone else to take that stress away and someone who has connections with the people. So you're not like cold calling or emailing Mm -hmm. randos that you don't know um, is like, would be so helpful, especially right now in, Mm -hmm. in the wedding industry.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
2: So, um, another thing that I think a lot of
0: couples are curious about or trying to figure out when they are planning a wedding is like, what is the puzzle piece that has to go into place first? Um, and obviously certain couples will prioritize certain things. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we did just talk to a bride who, as soon as they had a date, they booked, you know, they knew what vendor they wanted. Um, but what do you think is the most important puzzle piece and what do you always encourage couples to kind of figure out first?
1: Yeah, I would say I think the most important thing is budget to figure like figuring out your budget and the things you want to spend. And where you want to allocate your money is really important and talk to who you need to talk to about it like if a parent is paying talk to that parent and get that information because Mm. you can be looking at tons of different vendors and you can honestly be wasting your time because if you're looking at a five thousand dollars ten thousand dollar photographer but you don't have that in your budget you just wasted 20 hours of your time and you can't get that back so really i say budget and then pick a date and then find a like well I say get a planner, but then find a <laughs> venue because like, honestly, planners can help find a venue and help you find your vendors. But if you aren't choosing not to get a planner or where or, or you want to just like a day of, then you know, you can, you can do it differently. But I say definitely budget, just, just get that out of the way. I know it's kind of can be a tough discussion and some people like, like, oh, I'll just deal with that later, but really just kind of deal with it first because it just sets the tone of how you know, where your money is going to go and really what you can get. So yeah, budget and then pick a date because you can't really get my, mu- you, you can't book vendors until you have a date. So I say date and then planner and then venue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like to me, I was like, wow, that's, that's like an answer with a lot of integrity because yeah. you you could want to, you as a person in the industry could want to say like, Find your planner first. <laughs> whatever they charge is what yeah. they charge. But but that's honest. It's like no, you need to know what you can afford before yeah. mm-hmm. you get into this, and that saves everyone heartache. It because really does. Yeah. It's like you know, buying the Mercedes. We're trying. What's that phrase? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying. Yeah. On trying Mercedes. on the
1: dresses and then yeah. You can't buy whatever. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, like you don't you don't want to do that for you, and you don't want to start wasting vendor time emailing people that yeah. you right. can't afford anyway. So. Yeah, I feel like that that just definitely was like a really honest honest response. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, and I imagine too that if a couple
0: comes to you and says, Hey, we have fifteen thousand to spend on mm-hmm. this wedding mm-hmm. How can you help us? Like you probably can work with them to say like, this is the package you should go with for me. And like, Mm -hmm. I can recommend where to spend that money and what vendors to look at that would be within your budget. Cause you already kind of have that
1: knowledge. Right. And usually that is something like when I do a consultation, I'll ask them like, what's your budget for your wedding? And what are you kind of, and sometimes I'll be like, oh, I have no idea. And that's what I usually say. That's probably something you want to talk about. <laughs> but right. usually they'll yeah. be like, oh yeah, it's this. And then I'll say, yeah. you know, then you're probably want to stick around here, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Kind of go with that.
2: Yeah. I also feel like, um, as you're talking, I got married like four years ago. I didn't have a planner and like, I am so indecisive that it would have been really helpful for someone with a similar yeah. personality as me. I don't know if that's an room nine treat or, or what, if that's just me, but so indecisive. It was a wild west when I planned my wedding. It was like <laughs> a, I planned like an outside open air reception in August and ended up having a January wedding. So like <laughs> to have someone rain that in like week one would have been helpful. Uh, but anyway, that's just my random rant.
1: That's so funny.
2: So, but, but what I did have was a day of coordinator. And mm-hmm. I had that because my venue required it. And mm-hmm. a lot of venues I think do
1: they're starting to for sure yep. um
2: so can you talk about what are the differences between those options and what's mm-hmm. the benefit we talked a little bit about the benefit of a planner what's the benefit of a day of coordinator
1: yeah so there's a couple of different things so there's there's actually a a pretty big misconception in the industry about what like A planner, like a a full planner, is, and then what, like a day of coordinator is, and then what a venue coordinator is. So that's Mm. uh, confuses a lot of brides. So I'll get messages all the time, or emails, or whatever, where they'll be like, "Oh, well, our venue has a coordinator, so I don't really know if we even need you." But (laughs) blah blah blah, and I'll be like, "Ah, so venue coordinators do not do what I do, or even what a day of coordinator does, like." which I do have that package, but like they don't, Venue coordinators are solely for the venue. They work for the venue. They only care about the venue, to be honest. Don't come for me, but they do. (laughs) Like, they work. It's true. Like, that's their job. They care about the food. Like, they care about setting up the tables. They care about, they're not gonna set up the client's items. They're not gonna get them down the aisle. They're not gonna do a timeline for them. They're not gonna, like, any of that stuff. So, when clients come and they're like, oh, well, you know, we have a venue coordinator, so they should be taking care of that that is absolutely not the fact that is not going to happen. So for me, there's a couple of different things that I like recommend. If you have a a venue coordinator, I still recommend like it might be beneficial to have a full planner, like to, to do my full planning package, because that starts from the day you book and leads all the way up and helps you, you know? So I say full planning is for someone who you know, likes planning, but needs help along the way, needs help with, you know, all the unanswered questions that they have, needs help with, you know, all the details that they just like don't know, or maybe is out of town or maybe doesn't live right next to the venue or all of that kind of stuff. And then for day of, it's definitely like, it's, you can ask questions, obviously that from the time you book, if you have questions, you can ask them, but it's definitely, couple months out, it starts really like full force and it's just for tying up those loose ends and on the day off. Like it's Mm -hmm. not, it's not really like going to help you along the way as much. It's just to kind of get you at the finish line. Yeah. So it's not for someone who needs that hands-on experience. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how I explain it.
0: And then you mentioned like your bells and whistles. Yes. So what does that entail?
1: Yeah, so bells and whistles. I have a lot of clients who are, like from California or from, mm. you know, far away who like can't be here. Like, so I'll go to the venue appointments. I'll go tour venues. I'll go talk to, um... Like vendors and yeah. have those meetings, and you know, so you,
0: then you're like the planner so I'm, from the movie, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. And I do like all loves- that, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, you wouldn't want me. so, um, yeah, so it's very much, it's so much more detailed, and that's for, or, or if you're not from out of town, it, I have a, a client currently who just doesn't like planning like Mm. she's just (laughs) does it's not her thing and she's like i don't want to be a part of this like (laughs) i'll say yes or no but i i don't care and so and that can be who it's for too or it can be for someone who is just super busy i've had clients in the past too, they're nurses and they just don't have the time. And so they're like, Hey, can you do this? Because I, I don't have the time to do it. And so there you go. It's that too.
0: Talk about your role on the actual day of event, Mm -hmm. because I assume that you're there. Yep. Okay. (laughs) No matter what package. (laughs) Yeah. Always there. So what, what role do you play?
1: Yeah. So on day of, I, I get there. I, it depends what package, but I'm there anywhere from 10 to 13 hours on the wedding day. And I, I arrive, I kind of check in with bride, check in with groom, just making sure everything's going well. Sometimes like parents, just making sure things are, you know, running smoothly. And then I just start set up. So I'm, and I check in with vendors depending who's usually I'm there before vendors, but if vendors have arrived before me, I'll check in with them. And then I, you know, am setting up. So I'm setting up, I ask for a list, um, uh, kind of pre planning uh, and pre-wedding, I'll ask for a list of everything they have, everything they are bringing, where they want it to go, what they want it to look like, all of that stuff, what they want to keep or discard at the end of the night. And then I just set everything up. So that you know takes a good amount of time. And so we set everything up and we get it all looking great. And then as vendors come in, I'm kind of jumping back and forth from setting things up to answering questions, to getting them where they need to be. So it's kind of like a bouncing back and forth all over the place uh, throughout the day and then kind of getting everyone in place and ready to go for the ceremony, running through the ceremony and then, you know, doing all the pictures, all of that with guests, like getting them where they need to be and moving them, like depending where cocktail hour is, then moving them from ceremony to cocktail hour, cocktail hour to reception. And then um, just getting everyone into reception, like all the bridal party, lining them all up, all that. And then just running the reception and making sure it's, you know, not falling behind, the food's coming up on time. Just like all of that little, all the little things are going Mm -hmm. smoothly, Toasts, you know, dancing, all of that. So yeah, and it's just, and then at the end of the night, cleaning everything up and packing it up and putting it in cars. Thanks.
2: Yeah. So So normally if there's like a rehearsal, are you at that too? I am. So it's like a full
1: weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It is the full,
0: full event. Are there things beyond like they wanted this and it just didn't work with their budget. What kinds of things do couples ask for that don't always work out? Are there some commonality?
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's like timing things. Like they... They're like, oh, can we do, you know, we want to do this and this and this. And it's like, I think it's that they don't realize like how many people have to, like the photographer also needs to take them out for sunset pictures, but they also want to be doing like a, you know, dance at this time. And, you know, so sometimes it's like talking with them and being like, hey, unfortunately, like we just can't do this at this time, you know, or, and it's kind of adjusting their, understanding of Mm -hmm. the whole overview of the day kind of thing. So sometimes it's that. And sometimes it's also just like they want certain things, like even the venue won't let them do like, Oh, we want to do fireworks out in the lawn. And it's like, "Eh, that's not, (laughs) okay. you can't can't do that. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like that. Um, Yeah. I, I mostly try to get like, if couples really want it, I try to make it happen for them. Um, But sometimes it's, It's just like adjusting their expectations a little bit so that they can be like, you know, yeah, this is just something that doesn't. But I would say the biggest thing though is, is the budget. Like Mm. them seeing something on like Pinterest or seeing something (laughs) and being like, oh my gosh, I love this. I want this. And it's like, yeah, but your your budget's a thousand and (laughs) this is like 20, you know? So I'd say that's the biggest thing I deal with. Not normally something like that they want it and they can't have it. Gotcha.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So for you specifically... Um, I guess let's talk weddings first and then maybe we can take a minute to dive into kind of your specific adventure packages and what that looks like. But when it comes to weddings, how would you describe your style specifically and your approach for those who might be interested in reaching out to you?
1: Sure. So I would say this is like a loaded question, I feel like. So (laughs) I hear this all the time in the industry about like, what's your ideal client Mm -hmm. and what's like... You know, who what's your style and what's your idea of client, stuff like that. I personally for me feel like it's more about the person and like what's inside and who they are than it is about like the aesthetic to me and Mm -hmm. like because I I do a lot of different weddings and a lot of them, well some of them look the same. Like they have the same colors and they kind of have the same, you know, but the client thinks Like to them, it's beautiful and it's different. Like you may see the same color scheme a million times. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure, you know, Mm -hmm. we've all seen blush a million times, but it's different to them because it's it's their one wedding Yeah, Yeah. and they love it. And so sometimes I hear in the industry like, oh, well, this isn't my ideal client because it's not this, this, and this, and they don't have this, this, and Mm -hmm. this. But personally, I just... I love a client like I love any client who is kind and who is just so in love and who is, you know, ready to get like they want to get married and that's what they're excited about. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily about a color scheme or just like how much money they have or what they yeah. look like or and I I think it kind of gets you know, a little skewed when we are like, Oh, well it's our portfolio. So what are, you know, we have to show this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And I get that. But for me, it's just, it's just not about that. Like we're in a service industry and we need to serve our clients well. And for me, it's, that's what it's about.
0: Okay. So shifting gears, Mm -hmm. let's talk about people who are just kind of starting in this industry. Um, what advice would you have for someone who's kind of just getting started or what would you, do you wish you would have known when you were starting your business?
1: Yeah, I would say get experience, like shadow people, get an internship, um, just any experience, like this you need hands-on experience in order to do this job it is so much hands-on like it's so much being in the field and seeing what happens and seeing the stuff that comes at you all the time and being in that fast paced mm-hmm. environment because a lot of people come in thinking they're, it's just like planning a party and it's so fun and then they quickly leave because it's hard work like it's yeah. not all fun and games all the time It's it's long hours it's hot it's you know mm-hmm. heavy lifting. Like it's, it's hard. So I would say just get the experience and talk to people.
0: And then what about like the community of the wedding industry? I'm you or brought to us (laughs) your photographer that you've worked with. So, um, what do you love about that community and how can that, like the community help an aspiring vendor?
1: Yeah, I would, I think that there's a lot of really, really, really great people. Like there's a lot of really sweet wedding vendors that will honestly just like show you so much love. So if you find your people and you find your core group of like vendors that, Mm -hmm. you know, you just relate to that is really important because there is a lot of, there can be a lot of negativity in just like different areas and it can be hard. So if you find your core group of people it really helps to just, you know, be able to bounce things off. Cause like no one knows what we go through like other vendors. Right. No one understands that like other vendors. So if you find people that you really relate to, they also understand what you're going through.
2: So can you tell us specifically about a, a wedding or an event or a shoot that you worked on that you had an incredible team of vendors around you and how that changed your experience as a planner um and you can you can shout people out specifically if you want to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um well I guess two things come to mind. I had a wedding this year actually where it was a really large group of vendors. Uh it was in Philly and the it was it was a lot of vendors, but um <laughs> they were it was just such a great experience. Every single vendor was kind and was there to work was caring about the couple but was also caring about the other vendors like Mm. every single person there no one was in it for themselves like they all the it basically like downpoured the entire day (sighs) it was just like a nightmare weather day and the couple wanted to get married outside they had We had planned an elopement for them in Ireland and then they had had to be canceled because of COVID. And so they had come back here to do their, I know it was just like such a sad situation. So this was just like on top of it, it was just sad, but this whole, like the whole vendor team just like had each other's backs. We were doing everything. We were set, like we were pulling flowers from outside. The photo booth lady was like helping tear down flowers. Like it was just so everyone was there to work but help each other out. And that's like, I don't see that very often. Like sometimes it can be a little bit like everyone's in it for themselves. And that I just don't get like, that's just not, I just don't get that. So just when you see it, not when you see like people caring about one another and it's like, we all understand what we're going through. Like we all get this industry. So like we should all be like the first person to be like, Hey, I got you. I will help you. What do you need? Like if I'm standing there with nothing to do, Why not grab a freaking flower? Like, come on. Like, to me, it just makes, like, perfect sense to help each other out. So that was just, like, the perfect, like, I was like, oh, this is, like, the perfect day. Like, it was all going crappy, but it was, like, so (laughs) wonderful, too. And then another thing I'll say is I, when I got into this, like, many years ago, I, Rebecca Bio Photography is a very good friend of mine now but when i first got into it rebecca was she's like incredibly incredibly amazing she has a very huge following and she's very experienced she's been doing it for years but she like i reached out to her to like get some help with some social media stuff and she basically like took me under her wing and she's been she's now a good friend of mine but she's just like helped me throughout the way and just been such a like listening ear and so incredibly uplifting and she's really wonderful and I think that goes back to like finding vendors that are like really great people Mm -hmm. because when you find them they just really like elevate your your life but also your business like I wouldn't be where I am without her and you know now I feel like we're friends where we, you know, we do, we work together all the time and we use each other all the time for different things. And, you know, I bounce ideas off her and she bounces ideas off me. And it's just like, we're now like a team in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think that's another person who just like really, you know, changed my business and my life when it comes to this for sure.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Let's say there's somebody out there who has a job, but maybe they want another job yeah in the industry or something what does that entail to be an assistant
1: yeah so assisting is is usually just coming on a wedding day so it's just like helping me with setup helping me run a wedding so like if I'm you know, getting the bridesmaids and lining them up, I might be like, hey, can you grab the groomsmen out of their room and line them up? So it's just kind of like being my second hands on a wedding day. Mm-hmm. So I basically will tell an assistant everything they need to do. So it's not necessarily like you need a lot of prior um, like event planning knowledge necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh, I give all my assistants like knowledge on the couple and I send them my timeline. We debrief on... Um, and like get all the information on that couple. So they go into it with all the information that I need them to know about the wedding day. So yeah, if someone wanted, was like thinking about, oh, I might like to get into this, but I do have a you know, full-time job. It is like weekends, you know, so you could easily get into it that way.
0: That makes sense. Um, okay. So last question here, do you have preferred vendors and how do you choose them?
1: I do, yeah. So I I do have preferred vendors. I have a list of them, um, and I I pretty much just choose them by doing tons of different weddings and just having great experiences with mm-hmm. them. It's not like it's like a paid thing. Or sometimes I get asked that, like, is it a paid list? No, it's not a paid list. It's it's basically just really great. I I feel like I do have a pretty high standard, mm-hmm. um, and. If you're an amazing vendor that I've worked with and I have a really good experience with you, I put you on the list because like, why not give your amazing name to my amazing clients? You know, like it just makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, so that's really how it works. But I do like, I do have this and I tell all my clients, I have a preferred vendors list, but there's so many amazing vendors that like I just this list would be like 30 pages long, you know? So I can't put all of them on this list. So I always say like, if you're not seeing something you want, if there's not a certain vibe that you want on here, please reach out because I can send you hundreds more. So I always say that just because I feel like sometimes the like preferred vendors just like makes it sound like they're the only ones I use or the only ones I recommend. And that's just, it isn't the the case. Like I, I do work with a lot of other ones that aren't on the list that are also amazing. So
0: have you ever had a couple come to you and be like, Hey, we want to do this. And you're like, mm, why don't you check out this person? instead?" <laughs> I actually <laughs> have, <laughs> I, which is like a cer sur- a service yes, to your clients. Yes, yes.
1: If they're already booked, I won't say anything. Right. Like if it's a, if it's a client and I, and I see their vendors and it's like, it's already booked. I'm like, because at that point you'd have, you'd lose a deposit. Like it yeah. would you know, I wouldn't say anything at like that. But if they're asking for my honest recommendation or my honest opinion, I will be like, I, I, listen, these are the, these are my experiences. Yeah. And this is what I've seen firsthand. Yeah. So you should just know this because yeah. honestly they're putting a large amount of money mm-hmm. in said XYZ. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't want them to have a bad experience right. too, you know, especially if they came to me or like, what were your, what was your experience? And then they had a bad experience. That would look, look, good look bad right. on me yeah. too. So right. I do feel like I actually just had this happen recently and I had to be like, Hey, just so you know, it was, it was with a venue. And I had to be like, Hey, just so you know, this is the experience. This is what is also like, if you go look at their reviews, it's also all over here. Yeah. So like, just so you know. And they were like not doing it. Like they were, they, as soon as they, I think some people also like will go and they will see something that might look pretty on the outside Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh, it's gorgeous. Let's go. And it's like, yeah, but did you read all the reviews? And like, let me tell you, like, I just think that's also something too. like, listen, like one review, two reviews, people can be mean for sure. sure. But like, if there's like 500, you know, there's like, that's a pattern and you kind of have to like listen to that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point that, that, I mean, that is a huge service though, because you don't, you don't know what you're getting. Right. You just, you have no clue and you can have a conversation with someone on the phone. They could be great. Yeah. Um, but, but you just really don't know. Like I, I know someone who had like a vendor just like not show up the day of their wedding and like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure their experience when they hired that person was not thinking that that exactly. was going to happen. But yeah. having someone like you, who might actually know the person, have experience, right. can recommend someone. Like, it it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't have to be like, oh, that person's terrible. It can just be like, you know what? If you want to do that, that's great. I recommend you look at, look at these reviews right. and also look at this other person. Yeah. So, I think we should take a minute, and I really want you to, like explain, fully explain to me what adventure mm. sessions are? Because I was reading about it and I was like, I've never heard of this. And this is super interesting. And you kind of touched on it at the beginning, but can you really like give us the details on what it is, how it works, all of that?
1: Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> so adventure sessions are basically, it's like a photography session. So it's like you know, you you get your photo taken, but it's kind of like elevated where we can do them locally. We can do them like if you want to go to a national park or you want to go, if you're like on vacation and you want to add that to your vacation, we can do that. So basically it's, I will. I do all the planning for it, so I will. I can help you find the location, unless you like have a location, then we can we can kind of do that. But I can help you find the location if you're like at vacation. You're like, hey, I'm here, but where are the spots around me? I can f- help you find that. Uh, so I help you find the location. I get any permits that are necessary. I will like look up the trail. I'll get like figure that out. I'll make sure with like wherever you're going that we can get to the location easy um, if we have to. Like take a certain vehicle to get there or whatever. So I figure out all that kind of planning. If there's lodging that needs to happen, I figure that out. So all of the planning that goes into it, I'll figure out. And then we... Sometimes I'll go out to like the spot, like if it's a destination or something like that, I'll go out too. But usually... Um, the photographer I partner with, which is Rebecca, she'll go out and she, you know, does the session. It's so much fun. We have a couple different packages. One is just like one and like the first and second are just like different hours. But then the third one is like a whole weekend. So it's just like we, or, or I plan the whole weekend and like tons of different things to do. And it's just like a fun, basically like a little adventure. And these were pretty much born because Like I said, kind of during COVID when everyone was stuck inside, everyone was sad. Like it was just like a really, everyone, like no one knew what to do. And we were kind of just like, you know what, this doesn't have to be where we just like stop living our lives and we stop going outside. Like the nature is still out there and it's not going anywhere. Like it's, you know, honestly more beautiful than ever and it's ready to be explored. And even if you just go in your backyard, like there's so much beauty out there that, is just right outside. Like there's so many pretty places like in our own backyards that most people don't even know exist. Mm-hmm. So we had so many people that we were like just taking on amazing hikes and they were like, I literally live five minutes down the road and I did not know this was even here. And the in, like enjoyment and experiences that people were getting was so cool. Like to get to see people who are stuck inside and then they got to come out and they got to like have this beautiful photography session, but then also with this amazing, beautiful location in nature, was just so cool. So we've been doing them and they're just, they're so fun. We've done them all over and it's really a fun thing. So that's, that's, that's honestly one of my favorite things, the elopements and the destination things and adventure sessions is one of my favorite. I love to travel. I've been doing it for my whole life and it's, definitely my favorite part I love it
2: so two follow-up questions come to mind yeah one no wait make that three okay (laughs) one so now that it's like I mean COVID is not over but Mm -hmm. now that it's you know things are a little bit different yeah let's say someone was like I found this really cool museum or like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like Outside in a park, it can no, be it doesn't anywhere. Ha- yeah,
1: it doesn't have to be. So we've done like pizza on a rooftop. We've done like Chick Fil A <laughs> in the park. We've done like um, an arcade session. We've done like a skating, se- like ice skating. We've done um, like. Uh, margaritas and tacos we did like there's so many different stuff so you can do like anything we did like a llamas. So they were like playing with llamas and like drinking beer like we've done so many like there's so many different ones so it, it can really be whatever you want it to be so it doesn't have to be like if nature isn't your vibe then it does not have <laughs> to be that like that's fine yeah. I don't like bugs so <laughs> it's like like it doesn't have to be it can be really whatever you want it to be and it can be, that's like the point of them too, to kind of make it like be whatever you want it to be and about your love. So that's kind of, yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah. So, okay. The second question was, mm-hmm. um, cause this is, this is like my thing, right? I, if I would go somewhere and want to get my photo taken, I'm like, I need hair. I need makeup. Like, do you help find people that can accommodate that sort of thing?
1: Yes, definitely. So if you were like, yeah, I want hair and makeup, then I would find that. Yep, I'd find those vendors. If you were like, oh, I need, I don't know. If you were like, I need a new dress or something, I don't know. I could yeah. help you find yeah. that or something. Okay,
2: Yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then my last question that popped in my head was, is there one, like, specific super epic one that comes to mind? Or maybe, like, maybe it's not like, the best but just like what comes to your mind
1: mm. okay well we did one they've all been so cool but we did one in uh, Florida in this like it's ca- it was called like Kelly Springs, but it was literally like the most. It liter it literally looked like we're a mermaid. Like a mermaid could just like pop out of the water. It was like <laughs> the most blue crystal water and like palm tree like trees and moss. It was like amazing. It was like it could have been a mermaid or maybe an alligator. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you don't know. But um, yeah. yeah, it was so fun, um, and it was just like really. It was it was just like a fun time but it was also just really it was at the beginning of adventure sessions and um the couple was just super sweet and they just had like the like best time they were just like running around and like they were swimming they got in the water like it was a really fun time and super just like it made, like inspired us too, which I think is also part of these too. was like, obviously during COVID, a lot of this industry kind of got shut down. Mm -hmm. So we were like, you know, Hey, if we can't do our weddings, you know, what will we do? And, you know, this was a way to kind of, you know, have it be safe and, you know, inspire us too. So that was kind of fun too.
0: That's fun. Um, Okay, so let's just loop back quick. Yeah. And we did talk about your personality and everything Mm -hmm. at the beginning. How do you think it affects, you know, as you grow your business, as you branch out into things like these adventure sessions and things like that? Like what I think I hear is you just really value people and who they are and what makes them, you know, them, especially for obviously weddings, like what their love is about. And I feel like as much as you, you know, are pushing back on like the boxing in of the personality type, I do feel like that is such a two kind of thing, (laughs) um, from another two. Um, but I, I just wonder like if you reflect on that, how that really drives, you know, where you see your business going and, and what the future looks like for, for you.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I think that really like just hit the nail in the head there. <laughs> um, yeah, people. I've always been a huge people person. Like, but and you know, people drive like why I do what I do is for the people. Like, I am very. I mean. Like I said, it's, it is a hard industry. You deal with a lot of hard situations. It's tiring. But like the people, the couples, um, their love and getting to see that. Like I swear I cry every wedding. Like it's just like <laughs> yeah. that love is like why you would get up every day and you continue to do it through all the hard stuff. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean it's just beautiful to see like two people who love each other and want to commit to each other and they want to be like hey you know we're willing to stand up in front of our friends and family and say like we love each other. So that is kind of like I I want to continue to obviously have my weddings and you know love on people and support people and I feel like that's loving people and my ability to do that is what makes me be able to be good at my job. Like the compassion that I feel like I do have is why I'm able to be good as an event planner. I I feel like if you didn't have that, you just wouldn't be able to be successful at this, at this career. Um, but in the future, I just want to continue. I feel like I'm moving forward into being able to do like more elopement stuff, more small stuff, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I love being able to have it be like a a little more of an intimate setting because I feel like that almost fosters it more. Yeah. And I feel like weddings are kind of going that way. Um, Just ever since COVID, they're getting a little smaller, a little more intimate. Mm -hmm. And I think people like they're being able to use COVID as an excuse for oh, we don't have to have this 400 person wedding or 300 person wedding because of COVID. And I think that like, they like being able to have that as like a kind of excuse, but also kind of like, we don't have to invite this person's uncle's mother's cousin because (laughs) of COVID. (laughs) And they like that. And I think that things are getting smaller and and that's how I kind of want to move a little bit smaller. I love my big ones and I'll definitely not stop those, but just keeping it a little, doing some more smaller ones, more travel ones, and just kind of doing that type of stuff yeah, for sure.
0: Well, and I think what really struck me about our conversation was when you were talking about that wedding day in Philly when it rained and the vendor team just really came together. As a vendor, I've seen that when like, it doesn't feel like you're supported by other vendors. And it's hard when you are a vendor like, a photographer or something like that, and you go to a wedding and you're working a wedding. And it feels like another vendor, often the venue, sometimes a planner, but they almost like boss you around mm. as if they are your boss. And yeah. you're like, no, we were all hired as yeah. a team. Yeah, we're all here yeah. because the couple wants us here mm-hmm. and and values something about, yeah. our right. service. And like that can be very off-putting. But then I've also experienced venue or weddings where, that whole team did come together. And it, it's like you, when you finally get a moment to sit down and eat dinner, scarf dinner, really, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? right? And like, sometimes that happens, you know, often for us, it's like, we get to do it when the videographer is eating and we get to chat about our businesses and we right. get to connect then. And that is really cool. Especially when it's somebody who you've been working with all day and you're like, you've been kind of dancing around each other mm-hmm. and trying to make space for one another to right. do what you've been hired to do Mm -hmm. and so I when you were talking about that I just was thinking like yeah that is a really great thing when you have you know a planner who can kind of orchestrate it's almost like you have this orchestra of instruments and like that planners that conductor and they can just make everybody like work and support everyone and keep things moving and it creates this beautiful like symphony right yeah (laughs) and that's true then you can have somebody who's like very commandeering and like demanding and fancies themselves as like the boss of everyone else. And then it's like
2: a cacophony. And and as someone who isn't specifically a wedding industry professional, I, I will be the one to say that can also apply to you as a couple. Like Mm -hmm. you don't want to be commandeering. You don't want to be bossing people around because you don't need that stress on your wedding day. Mm -hmm. Like, have a planner, someone you trust and let them, you know, do that work and, and just like be kind to your vendors, be kind to everyone involved. And also this just popped in my head. We should totally make sure it's that say feed your vendors. People (laughs) need to know you mentioned about scarfing on your dinner, but yeah, so it's, it's not just like other vendors, but it's like couples. And if you're a mother of the bride, you might need to know. So everyone, yeah, it's, it's just like everyone can make better art. And do a better job in Mm -hmm. any situation, whether it's a wedding or a styled shoot or something totally not even event related, everyone can make better art and do a better job at their job when there's freedom and trust. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think respect too. Like if people kind of just went into a day being like, okay, like today we're just going to like, I'm, I'm going to show respect and you know, hopefully I get, like, I just think like for me, that's how I try to look at it. Like yeah. if I respect everyone and I don't get that back, that's okay. Because I know that at least I was trying you to do that. that. Yeah. And that's, I can only be accountable for myself. Right. Yeah. I can't be accountable. Like I don't, I can, can't control other people. Sure. So I can only be accountable for yeah. what I can do. So yeah. Yeah, that's how I have to yeah. look at it.
2: Yeah. For sure. I love that. And that's definitely part of why we want to do this podcast is just to be a part of inspiring, you know, people to, be more encouraging and collaborative Mm -hmm. in this environment. Um, But we're going to do a little transition into what is my favorite thing, which is we've picked five photos from your Instagram and you don't know what they are. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'll I'll describe it to you a little, then I'll show it to you. And then you just give us like a quick two minutes on what pops into your head about that event or that moment or whatever you want to tell us about it. Okay. Okay. So, okay. This first one I picked out because it is so unlike anything I've seen at a wedding. It's super okay. colorful. Okay. It's it's a flat lay of okay. like really beautiful um, uh, invitation suite and then bright orange pink florals. It's so pretty. So here it is. Tell okay. us a little bit about what this was for. <laughs> okay. So this was actually for a
1: workshop. So this is was a detail styling details workshop that I did with Rebecca and we were just teaching. So I planned the whole workshop and we were just teaching other photographers and other vendors just how to style flat lays. So if anyone listening doesn't know a flat lay is like the invitations, the, you know, dress, the shoes, the watch, like literally anything that a couple gives you on the wedding day that you have to be able to style and sometimes it can be tricky. So we were just teaching different vendors how to style things and this was one of the photos that we got from it. But all of the florals were from an amazing florist, Pam's Petals, um, who is also my mother. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so they were so cool. We she like did all these different exotic ones, and we just had like tons of buckets of them, and it was so fun. All the like different people that came were able to just like play with them, and it was just really fun. And everyone had just a really great time, and it was just yeah, it was a really fun and like time with tons of different like new vendors, and it was it was really great.
2: That's awesome, and that sounds like a really cool workshop because I have to tell you, the photos from our wedding that Betsy took that we love the most are the flat lay photos. I didn't even know what a flat lay was (laughs) before that, and I was like, this is phenomenal. Those photos are like everywhere. (laughs) We use them for everything. We love them. And like, it's important for like a florist to realize, we talked about this a little bit before, like, Hey, you should bring a couple extra flowers so that the photographer can do this. And Mm -hmm. it's important for the couple to know, like, make sure that any, you know, jewelry or shoes or whatever that you want photographed like that are, you know, prepped and ready for the Mm -hmm. photographer. So that's a really awesome workshop. And I do have one, like, just one question based off of this. Yeah. We just recorded an episode where we talked about 2022 trends. Yeah. And one of the things that came up was bright colors. And I was mm. like, I have not seen this. Have you, are you seeing this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say like bright cl- colors, pearls, headbands, That's gloves. So funny. Pearls was
0: on the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely bright colors. I just had a wedding and it was like, it looked like they went to like Mexico in like, or, the, like, the Dominican Republic, like, like with parents. Yeah. Like, it was, like, so mm. bright. It was so fun. Like, so gorgeous. Um, and I love that, though. Like, I really like seeing couples go outside of the box a little bit of what like you just like see everywhere and then doing stuff that because I feel like sometimes couples see things and they're like oh well if everyone's doing it I guess I have to do it like that's what a wedding looks like and it's like no like you can honestly do whatever you want like if you want to have like Mm -hmm. you know rainbow do the rainbow like that's fine like it doesn't have to be what you see everywhere it can be whatever you want it to be it's your day
0: yeah so this next one Um, is like a beautiful tablescape there the room just looks gorgeous and ornate Um, I think it's at an estate there's a beautiful chandelier like clear acrylic chairs um, these really high taper candles florals down the center so tell us about this one (laughs) yeah so this was in Philly
1: at Elkins Estate which is like the it's just like it's crazy. It's like this mansion, like this huge. It literally, I don't know if you've ever heard of Bridgerton or Stephen Bridgerton. Yes, yes. Oh, of <laughs> But it's like it's like gives total Bridgerton vibes. Like also it was, a twenty twenty two wedding trend. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it was very much like that, and it was like yeah, it was crazy. It had like marble everywhere, and just like the floors were marble. It was crazy, but um, yeah, super pretty, super fun. And so many great vendors. I'm trying to like think about all the details of it. Like, yeah, it was a really fun day. It looks gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is everything to me and more. (laughs) This is a couple that is in all black, like (sighs) burgundy, dark red, like flowers and like black drink in a martini glass. Yes, just talk
0: about (laughs) it.
1: So this was a shoot I did. (laughs) This was a Halloween shoot I did. And I'm usually not like a very like dark person. I don't know if you can tell from my... (laughs) 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 But I actually... This was probably one of my favorite shoots that I've ever done. um, Because it was so... Like all the details. Like there's so many details. Like I got black macarons. There was like... You know, I had, like, dried or frozen ice or whatever you call it, Dried ice yeah. or hot ice. I don't even know. <laughs> and I was, like, it was so much fun. There were so many crazy things, so many crazy details. And, like, I had black jewelry. Like, it was it was crazy. And the couple was so sweet. And we did it in Lancaster. It was, like, freezing cold, but they were so cool about it. And, yeah, it was, it was so fun. We had, like, we put smoke bombs in pumpkins. And, like, the smoke came out of the pumpkins. It was really epic. It was really, really fun.
2: This... That makes me think too of another quick question, which is you talked about shoots and you talked about workshops. If there's like a photographer, a florist or something that wants to, you know, have like a styled Mm -hmm. shoot or editorial of some sort, can they hire you to help coordinate that?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I, I have done that before. Um, it's actually something I've considered adding because I've done it. I've done it multiple times for free, um, so I've actually considered adding it as like a service. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because I get asked all the time to do them. Sometimes I just can't add it to my schedule, and sometimes they are like people that I adore and I'm like, yes, I'll I'll make time for it. But um, but yeah, I I've definitely done that before, and I. I've considered because I just think it, it's so much fun. I love doing that. I think that that's one of the best, like, styled shoots, I think, or anything editorial, I think it's just one of the best ways to get to know other vendors mm-hmm. and just have fun with your craft mm-hmm. and then to get to show other couples, like, hey, you don't have to do things in the box if you don't want to. You can do things yeah. like this or this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a great way to be able to, like, celebrate our industry. I think, you know, and celebrate vendors too. I think like, as long as you make sure to like tag everyone and show the proper, like thanks to everyone. Sometimes that's forgotten. (laughs) That's really important. But, um, as long as you like, yeah, Yeah. if you're doing that, that's, it's such a great way. I love that. But yes, I would definitely, if someone wanted me to plan something for them, I would absolutely do that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. So this next one, sweetest thing. (laughs) Um, it is clearly from, like, a real wedding, and the bride is, I can only assume, with her grandfather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. And they're, like, forehead to forehead, and mm, yeah. So Yes, sweet. that was her grandpa,
1: and they were, like, the cutest. They had, like, a, a dance together, too, oh. and I literally was, like, pulling my, <laughs> yeah. my sister and I was, like, I need a tissue. <laughs> like, it was, like, so cute. They, like... They were dancing together and he was crying and like they were just so cute. Yeah, it was really, really sweet. Like she gave him a special gift. His tie had like a little, I don't even know if it's on that picture, but it had like a little picture of them like the bottom of the tie and it was just like it's their adorable. relationship was so adorable. Yeah.
2: And the, the photos of that wedding in general look like a beautiful like cornfield yep. fall colors. It looked like a gorgeous
1: Yeah, like it was event. really, really beautiful. That was a really great fall wedding. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. Okay, so the last one, this is like clearly some sort of epic mountain shoot of some sort. I don't know where. So, yeah, you can tell us about it.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, this was an adventure session. So, this was at North Cascades National Park in um like up in Washington area. So, this was an adventure session, so we did the like the trail, plan the lodging, like planned all the details. And then Rebecca actually went and did the shoot with them. And it was just like such an amazing, like the, the scenery was like it's
2: gorgeous. amazing.
1: Yeah. It was so amazing. And the couple was so sweet. And they like, they hiked this like long hike. They wanted to do like a really long hike. So they hiked this long hike and they were such like troopers. They were so like adventury. It was amazing.
2: So, yeah. did they hike in and like she hiked in that dress and stuff? I'm
1: pretty sure they didn't. I'm pretty sure they hiked <laughs> in just stuff and they had it in their backpack, okay. but she did have her boots and she kept her boots on for the shoot cuz she like wanted them on. So, <laughs> usually we recommend like you don't hike in like high heels or anything crazy that you like carry in your backpack and then just change once you get up there. Yeah. So, um yeah, but yeah. it was pretty like it wasn't like there was tons of people around either, right. so it was like an easy transition once yeah. they got up there. It
2: looks like something that would be like really fun for either like um, engagement shoots or right. like an anniversary yes. where you don't normally, I don't know, you don't yeah. normally have something planned like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah,
1: they had been, they were doing a cross country trip and they um, they wanted, like they, they were up there and they wanted this to be like a special thing I think it was like
0: maybe an anniversary or something like that and so that's they were cool. like yeah, we yeah do that that's really cool. there's somebody I follow on Instagram and she and her husband just took a trip to Ireland and oh, they yeah. did like I I would call it an adventure session on some like cliffs on the Mm -hmm. sea and like she's got this billowy dress on it. It's just gorgeous. And so I could totally see if you're doing a big trip like that or something like perfect time to book a session like
1: that. Yeah. My husband and I actually do every, so we take like a little trip and a big trip every year. And, but every year we do anniversary photos like on like, or near the, our anniversary. And we do like an adventure session every year just so like we have photos of like us changing every year. And it's such a special, special thing. Like I look forward to it every single year and Rebecca comes to wherever we go and she like, like last year was Joshua tree. This year it's going to be Las Vegas. We're going to go to like a couple fun things in Las Vegas, but, and then like the year before it was New Jersey. And like, so it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's so fun. And it's like a special time. Like it makes you like, it kind of like reignites, like if it's with your, you know, significant other and if it's with a family or a friend or whatever, then I wouldn't say it ignites your love, but it could ignite your friendship. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. like, it's just like a fun thing. Like I feel right. like pictures are fun and it's yeah. a great way to capture, like, you know, you don't know what tomorrow holds. Like I always feel like that. Like we don't know what tomorrow holds. So like mm-hmm. why not like yeah.
2: capture, capture it. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, it's such a good point too. Cause when we were starting this podcast, she was like, do you, Betsy was like, do you have photos of yourself? And I was like, the last photos I had taken were at our wedding right, four and a half yeah. years ago. And so now our fifth anniversary is coming up. And I'm like, we probably should get some photos. Yeah. But, but I am not a person who likes having my photo taken. But if it was something in like a fun environment, mm-hmm. doing something yeah. fun, I think that would be like really enjoyable Even for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay. So
0: to wrap up our conversation here, um, tell us how to find you. How can someone hire you or reach out if they are interested in knowing more about your services?
1: Yeah, so you can go to my website, Hannah Elizabeth Events at G. Move that was my email,
0: <laughs> Events dot com.
1: Where you could email me too, but um, and then you can just fill out an inquiry form and we can have a chat, have a phone call. I love to have like a consultation call and just kind of learn about the couple and mm-hmm. kind of go over everything that has to do with my business. And then you can find me on Instagram, and yeah, I'm also on Facebook. So yeah, just awesome. find me all those fun ways.
0: And we will be posting um, some photos that Hannah is going to give us. Um, Just you'll see a picture of her and as well as some of her work on our Instagram. But we'll also um, post those five like rapid fire description photos so you can kind of follow along um, and check out what we just chatted about. Um, And we'll tag her as well. So you'll be able to find her Instagram through our um, something borrowed pod Instagram. Um, but thank you so much, Hannah, for joining us. It was thank really fun to just chat about the planning process and what it looks like to be a planner in the industry. So thanks so much for, of course.
2: Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm talking.